This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to hang out with Wendy Christian. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. And she's been in practice there since 2005. If you want to connect with her, you can simply Google Integrated Health Solution and you'll be able to track her down in Durbanville. She's on the line. Morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. How are you? Very good. Hope you're well on this uh, chilly morning. Yes, thank you. It is chilly and dark. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit bit unusual, but welcome to this time of year, I guess. Yes. So we asked a really, really big question. The more I think about this, the more I realize this is kind of the pinnacle question that we all need to ask ourselves at some point in our lives, and that is, am I actually healthy? You mentioned last week it's a a really elusive and subjective question. We'll tackle it uh, in more detail again today, but I think this is not only a question that should only be asked when there's a problem, Wendy. We should ask ourselves this question at any point and then start adjusting appropriately before something goes wrong, not only when something goes wrong. Yes, I agree. So if you think there, there's there's something called a health continuum and you can be either healthy or ill or somewhere in between. Mm. And many of us find ourselves in the in-between. And I think it's in that point that we need to be assessing our health because you you know, you want to aim towards good health, but we very quickly find ourselves on the other side of the continuum where we are starting to show symptoms and Mm. we're starting to feel, well, I'm not really as well as I'd like to be. And so to have an assessment question and to say, you know, am I healthy? And to check in, um, I think is quite important. Um, Would it be true to say that we think we are healthier than we actually are? We think we're doing really well, but if truth be told, we might be uh, not too far away from a problem. Yes, I think that's I think that's a very correct assumption. Um, I think many of us are deceived in that because you think, well, you know, I don't have anything obviously wrong. Um, but we tend to ignore the little signals. You know, you get used to a certain thing that you live with. You know, well, you know, that's just me. I am always whatever. Um, and yet that is something that we should be paying attention to because if that's not an, a, a normal thing for, you know, a larger group of people, then then it's not it's not normal. It's not healthy. And it's not necessarily healthy for you because, mm. we, as you know, we've already established we're all individuals um, and we need to pay attention to the little signals that our bodies give us. Uh, last week, um, and our listeners, if they missed it, can go and find the podcast on our website. We asked the question about uh, how do we feel about food and uh, is our diet varied? Where do we pick this up from here now for part two? So today we're going to look at how do we feel when we eat certain foods and what are our energy levels like? So yeah, I think we immediately think back to the gluten conversation we had, uh, I'm sure there were many other instances as well, but it takes me right back there to say, if this is a problem in your life, cut it out for a time, see how you feel, keep a journal. Is it something similar to that? It's very similar to that. So if you look at some people, they are quite clear about foods that make them feel unwell. So they will say, if I eat this particular food, I don't feel good. There are other people that eat everything don't feel good, but can't actually pinpoint the the, the, the food itself. 
Um, and so that's where your elimination comes in. You know, you take out the, the obvious ones, but it could even be healthy foods. It could be things like onions and broccoli and those kind of foods that can make us feel unwell. Mm. Generally, it's the sugars and the refined carbohydrates and the gluten grains and the dairy products. But there can occasionally be these other foods, nuts and you know things that we think are healthy. We should be eating them, but don't necessarily work well for our bodies. That's a very key there for our bodies. So we need to go on this journey intentionally to figure out what works for me and what doesn't. Like in the studio, just because Elmarie might thrive on something and I say, and I can see maybe, wow, she's, you know, really helps her in this area. So I try it. It doesn't mean just because it works for her that it's going to work for me. That's right. So we are very much individual and we, we need to, we need to, and often it's trial and error but we really need to figure out what works best for our bodies. And there are some questions you can ask yourself. You know, you can ask yourself, do you feel sleepy after foods? Do you feel hotter than normal? Do you feel bloated? Do you get diarrhea after eating certain foods? So there are signals that our bodies give us um, and we need to pay attention to those. How do we know what it is though, particularly if we're sitting down and eating a plate of food, how do we pinpoint what it is? Well, that's where it becomes tricky, and that's where your food intolerance tests are helpful. Um, so you can you can do a test to check and see which foods um, are causing the problems, or you just start with the basics. As I said, you know, you cut out the foods that that you know are typical um, intolerance foods, mm. like your glutens and your dairy products. It would depend on the symptom that you're experiencing. Fatigue is generally linked to your carbohydrates, so your body doesn't respond well to those, and you have these fluctuations in your blood sugar. Bloating and diarrhea or constipation are generally, uh, th those are more likely to be food sensitivities, food intolerances. So those would be your dairy products and your gluten grains. So you're telling us here that if you do get sleepy, and many people say, oh, you know, when we hit that two o'clock, you know, that two to four or something like that, we feel like that's just what happens. But that doesn't seem right in my head that there should be a point in the day where we all just feel tired like that at the same time every day. There's clearly a pattern there and we, we need to investigate that because we should be able to do well throughout the course of the day. I mean, that's not even that late in the day. That's right. We, we definitely should be able to get through the day without, uh, without needing a nap. Um, and uh, generally, you want to then assess what have you had for lunch or what haven't you had for lunch? because it's generally related to the, the last meal that you've eaten. And it's usually between an hour and a half to two hours after that meal, depending on how quickly your, your, you know, your meal has been um, processed by your body and how your blood pressure, blood sugar has fluctuated. We're also people of habit, Wendy. So uh, having to cut something out that might be our stand, stand, uh, standard lunchtime item, you know, having to cut that back. So that's also tricky for us to change. Change is a difficult thing. It is very tricky. And, you know, people tend to think, okay, you cut out one food group or you cut out one item and they think, oh, but what am I going to eat? Mm. <laughs> you don't realize how narrow the world becomes when you're only eating a certain variety of foods. Um, but it's, it's easier than you think to be able to adjust your diet. And that brings us, I guess, to where we wrap up uh, part two is, is talking about energy levels. Yes. So that's another very important question to ask ourselves. Are we constantly tired or do we have the energy that lasts throughout the day? As you mentioned, um, now with the mm. foods that we're eating, we should have sufficient energy to keep us going for the day. We shouldn't need to reach for the coffee or the sugar or the whatever it is that we reach for to, to try and get us through the day. 
if there is an energy fluctuation that is abnormal, then we should be investigating that because it could be related to several things. Um, but, you know, they, it could be that our sleep quality is not as good as it needs to be. Um, it could be that our blood sugar levels are out of balance. It could be that our hormones are out of balance. There's so many different things that could affect our um, energy throughout the day. Um, is it possible if uh, we're on medication, for example, for whatever, and maybe even chronic medication, those things also have an effect on us and not necessarily just the food we're eating? Yes, it's certainly not just the food that we eat. There, there can be other things going on. It can be medications, as you said, and it can be other um underlying illnesses that we're unaware of so that haven't necessarily presented themselves so these are the things that you don't necessarily pick up in a blood test you know you can go to the doctor and you say but i'm so tired all the time um, and they run the standard bloods and everything shows up normal but the things that we would want to look at definitely is do we have enough b vitamins do you have enough iron um is your blood sugar stable? Mm. You know, are you producing too much insulin in response to your food? We we often focus on the glucose and say, oh, but glucose is normal. But what about the insulin? What is that doing? Do you are, are you starting to gain more weight around your tummy? Because that's another sign, you know, that there could be a stress response or a blood sugar imbalance. Mm. And, and that can influence your energy levels. Yeah, these are big questions uh, that we're asking um, under the overarching question that we've been dealing with for the last two weeks. Am I healthy? We'll continue with uh, part three next week. Grateful to have Wendy with us. Lots to think about. Um, You can go and have a listen to the podcast of last week. Today's one should be ready for you later on this morning. And uh, maybe it's something you want to share with someone as well. It couldn't be easier. Just visit our website, kpulpit.co.za. Click podcast, scroll down and find Get Up and Go Breakfast. Once you're in there, scroll down until you find Wendy's channel and the freshest and newest episode will be at the top of the pile. Massive thank you to you, Wendy, until we connect again next week. Pleasure, Brad. Have a great Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.